Hello. Hi. How are you? It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a really long time. <laughs> the last time we recorded was, what was it, a week before I gave birth? Is that yeah, right? It, yeah. Or it two seemed, weeks? It seemed like it was right before. Yeah. It felt like it was right before. Yeah. Probably um, the day you gave birth. <laughs> We were in the it wasn't the weekend before, or or was it? Because we recorded with Shirley, didn't we? Or yeah. no? Yeah. I can't remember what we did. <laughs> Let me look at my notes. We did something. Let's see. Yeah, Shirley tells. Yeah. So we recorded that weekend of your birthday party. Oh yeah. And I think it was that Friday or something. And then I gave birth the following week. Yeah. So anyway, the last time we recorded, by the time this comes out, which will be in November, we recorded at the very the last weekend of august is that right second yeah. to last weekend of yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway how's it been going since then how was your birthday party good my birthday party was a lot of fun mm -hmm. i got very drunk <laughs> yeah good for you they have mortal Com okay there's two arcade bars in yeah. our town yes the one downtown mm -hmm. sucks because it's very small very crowded it's all like 21 year olds yeah whenever we were 22 and going there it was fun yeah but now we're not <laughs> now we're old and it's just now we're those people that want to have a chair yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is the only thing that that one had over this closer one mm -hmm. is mortal kombat 4 mm -hmm. so we go there for my birthday party and what do i see mortal kombat 4 mortal kombat 4 <laughs> the other one is dead to me now mm, yeah we don't need to go there yeah. it's such a far drive it is and then you have to like find parking and then you have to like walk to it yeah. and then you have to walk through all the smokers and then it's so crowded and yeah. then you have to sit at the bar for like 15 minutes before you can get if a drink. you can sit at the bar or, sorry hover near <laughs> the bar wave at them yeah to try to get a drink and then there's I don't feel like people even play the arcade games. They don't. Because it's so packed you can't. The tables are right in front of them. Yeah. And all, every everywhere is packed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of... Are they called hipsters anymore? I have no if idea. If they're that young. Gen I, Z hipsters. I feel like that was a, our generation thing. Yeah. What are they called? Uh, the youths. Just regular <laughs> young people. <laughs> I love downtown. Like, I love walking around down there. Like, when we used to play Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah. That was like, oh, gosh, those summers. Those summer so nights. The summer of Pokemon Go was so like fun. something to remember yeah. for the rest of your life. I have good memories of that. I just remember, like, <laughs> you'd start the night with, like, I don't know, four or five friends. Uh -huh. that, legitimate people that we knew yeah. in our everyday life. And then you'd end the night in a group of, like, 25 people. <laughs> and you'd look around, and there were just, like, hordes of groups of 25 people just yeah. walking around. Like, oh, let's go over here. Oh, there's an Onyx over here. <laughs> Do you remember, like, meeting someone who was your team and just being like, yeah, Team Mystic or whatever yeah, you were? Yeah, we were just, like, instantly best friends. Yeah. yeah. People had stickers on their cars. Oh, my God. I still play Pokemon Go. I want to. You should. I will. <laughs> I think my problem is I ran out of space. And then, like, I just mm. stopped playing. So, I don't ever spend actual money on Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. I did. <laughs> what you, well, that's because you got, like, outfits and stuff. Yeah. Or, so, what I do is if you leave your Pokemon, if you leave your Pokemon in a gym mm -hmm. and they stay there for at least a day, you win 
like 25 coins or something. Mm -hmm. And then if they stay there longer than that, you don't get anything more. And you oh. can only win it once a day. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if you leave your Pokemon in gyms and they defend that gym for at least a day, you get money. Oh. And then if you save up, I think it's 200 coins and then you can get more storage space. Nice. And you're whatever you need it for. So that's what I do. I want to play again. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. My mom spends all of her Poke coins on, she really likes to get some outfits, but she also gets the, like the super eggs or whatever, uh -huh. the purple egg incubators yeah. that turn like a 10 kilometer egg into like a three kilometer egg or something <laughs> like that. That's Co cool. Kilometer. Anyway. <laughs> I want to play again. You should. I should. I used to play every single day, and then I got pregnant, and then Fuji broke his leg-ish or whatever. There was just a lot of life got in the way. Yeah. And then now I play it. I play it if, if whenever we go walk Fuji, my oh. Michael will. Sorry, my computer just says defect, de defect, <laughs> <laughs> protect your device from viruses. Download Ooh. this. That sounds like a scam. It does. <laughs> Um, so whenever we go walk Fuji now, I usually I walk him and mm -hmm. then I can play Pokemon Go and then Michael will push the stroller with the baby. Uh, but if I'm ever pushing the stroller, I can't play because it's really hard to. You should get like a mount. <laughs> Just a Pokemon Go mount. <laughs> I'm sure they do have phone mounts for strollers. They but probably do. That's not safe. <laughs> Not now, honey. Mommy's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> you just walk out in the middle of the street. <laughs> Can't you see him walking here playing Pokemon? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a baby now. Yes. I haven't even brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you're listening to this, I'll put it in the title and I'll put it in the description. I just wanted to kind of document mm -hmm. my birth story yeah. and my birth experience and not have it fill up an hour of a regular episode <laughs> <laughs> and because some people probably just honestly don't give a shit and i've been talking about being pregnant for fucking ever yeah <laughs> they're like god shut up <laughs> i'm annoyed with me listening to the episodes i'm just like god and <laughs> i care and i care <laughs> so um yeah so if this isn't your jam whatever get see, out of here see, if this isn't your jam you're probably not listening <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, there's no real trigger warnings. Uh, baby's fine. I'm fine. There's, Everyone's fine. Yeah, there's uh, nothing Nothing super traumatic happened. So, And I, uh, I do have a little bit of gross things to say, but... That's okay. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, my real quick, my sister told me, mm -hmm. and I didn't know this, whenever she was giving birth, I... I can't remember which one she said because she's had two kids. Mm -hmm. She was giving birth to one of them. And she said, she recently told me this, that she was just like, so in so much pain and just so fucked up. She was on all fours uh -huh. whenever she was pushing. So she was like on the bed, like on all fours with her butt this way, right? Where you would deliver uh -huh. pushing. And she was in so much pain and so nauseous. She was throwing up and pushing out a baby at the same time oh my god yeah that's like possession 
was like, wow, that story sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> My story doesn't sound anything that like that. I think in nature you're supposed to squat. Yeah. So I think all those people who have toilet babies got the right idea. Yeah. And like the beds that they have in the delivery room, there's all these positions they can go in. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people push for hours. Ugh. So they'll constantly rearrange you. Yeah. To So like, oh, maybe now we want to push, have you push on your side. Because if you, it's not really good to just stay in the same position the whole time, especially if it takes hours. Uh -huh. Because that's where you can get a lot of tearing so that's where they kind of move you so that way your perineum aka the taint doesn't get taint intact <laughs> yeah <laughs> keep your taint intact <laughs> anyway so so it was um it was friday before your birthday party mm -hmm. i went to the doctor that whole week and i'm sure i can't remember if i said it during while we were recording i probably did that whole week they were like could be any time could be any time um your blood pressure is super high but we want to try to wait till you're 38 weeks mm -hmm. because that's considered full term and i was like okay but if my blood pressure ever like skyrocketed or if i started having proteins in my pee that's a sign of preeclampsia mm -hmm. and then they would immediately send me to the hospital and so every time i went to an appointment i think it went to like three appointments that week they were like okay not this time see you next time <laughs> um but on friday they were like we're gonna do a monday no matter what mm -hmm. but they don't have any beds available so we can't schedule you for an induction because there's nowhere to put you uh -huh. so what we're gonna do i guess they always try to keep at least a room available for emergencies mm -hmm. for people that just show up and they're like i'm in labor yeah right so they just didn't have any more available rooms to schedule people. Mm -hmm. So they were like, we can't schedule you, but we're going to wink. <laughs> like we're doing it Monday. Yeah. So I go to my OB on Monday, the 21st, I guess, of August. Mm -hmm. And we do all the same things. They check my pee. They check my blood pressure. It's super fucking high. And they're just <laughs> like, all right, go to the hospital tell them that your blood pressure is high and that uh you have to be admitted or whatever and they're going to run a bunch of tests on you and then they're going to admit you because your blood pressure is high mm -hmm. and we we're like okay so we go there and so we go up i guess the first room that you go into is called like triage mm -hmm. it's like kind of it's a room but it's not like the delivery room mm -hmm. but you could deliver in there if it came down to it uh -huh. it's just like the first room that they check you in at mm -hmm. so they give me a gown and then they start i have to pee in a cup um they come and start just a lot of things happened all at once uh -huh. right there's like a bunch of people in they're like trying to get all all of my information i'm putting on a gown that was totally had like a blood stain on it and i was like i'm not gonna wear this the whole time am i <laughs> i wore it the whole time oh god and they're like take off all your clothes pee in this cup blah 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 blah. and then they came in uh they had to put ivs in me uh they blew a vein on uh. one of my hands they tried both hands then they ended up let's see uh, they tried inner arm over here. I can't remember. I had to get a lot of IVs. So yeah. I, I had to get two IVs done. So I ended up getting an IV in my left hand and my right elbow. Mm -hmm. The one that they like actually used for everything was my left hand. 
and then they just had to keep it back up one just in case I hemorrhaged. Oh, they had, wow. Because I had high blood pressure mm -hmm. and I was, um, I'm 30 and I'm overweight. Uh -huh. All those reasons were like, oh, and because eventually they had me on magnesium. All, for all those reasons, they were like, you're probably going to hemorrhage. Oh, God. But we're going to prepare ourselves just in case. I never ended up hemorrhaging, by the way. Good. Um, but anyway, so I had an IV over here and then they had to come take my blood too. So I was getting poked and prodded yeah. all in this room and they were asking me a million questions and they're like, okay, so we need to ask the OB that like is here if, if we can accept you after they've done all this, right? <laughs> uh -huh. I'm like prepared for whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, I guess, yeah, you're staying here. Like, let's get you admitted uh -huh. officially. And I'm like yeah <laughs> like, of course about time wasn't gonna leave yeah so we had to wait for a room it didn't take that long but the room that they put us in had clearly just been evacuated oh god and they did a very quick clean nothing was like super dirty but like the shower was wet nothing had been restocked there was like no towels no nothing and so like every nurse that came in there like looking they would be looking for something like oh let's see if we can get you an extra pillow for dad and they'd uh -huh. open a closet door everything was gone <laughs> all right we'll be right back <laughs> like, it was fucking crazy <laughs> the last person looted the place <laughs> and duffel bags were just filling it with stuff <laughs> Ugh, hospital <laughs> pillows oh god so anyway um so we're in the room and then they are like okay we're gonna start you we're gonna um induce you so there's a few different things that you have to do first so they had to do a cervical check on me mm -hmm. they did oh they did a cervical check at the ob which was my first one because they wait till 38 weeks to do that for some reason mm -hmm. oh for new moms because it's kind of painful <laughs> and uh there's no reason to do it before then uh -huh. unless you're showing signs like contracting or something yeah. so anyway i had my first cervical check at the ob it hurt oh god it hurts real bad yeah because between like your opening and like your cervix it's like i want to say a good six inches mm -hmm. right for like the average woman mm -hmm. and your finger is not six inches long yeah so in order to reach all the way in there, like the thing that hurt the worst was like the knuckles uh -huh. against everything underneath there. Yeah. So they had to like stick, they have to stick two fingers up and try to feel around for the cervical opening and then see if it's open and at what point if you're dilated. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was I never dilated. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Ever. I did not ever dilate, which was really a bummer. Aww. Um so I had so many cervical checks. But anyway, it hurts really bad. It seems like it would hurt. Yeah, I'm sure I guess I wouldn't know if it hurts any less if your cervix finally does come down because mine was like kind of up, I mm -hmm. guess. And once once it's like you're dilating and like everything gets prepared more, your cervix kind of comes down. I don't like that. Yeah. Like alien. <laughs> so I don't think they have to reach in as far. Oh. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. I did, <laughs> spoiler alert. This is I did not have a vaginal birth, so I, I have no idea what goes on during that, even though I took all the classes. So I was just like super prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And that did not happen um so anyway got checked there zero percent everything yeah like 
like you failed i failed <laughs> go to the uh hospital zero percent everything so anyway they start me on i can't remember what it's called doesn't matter it's like a pill that they have to put onto your cervix okay and but you can also take it orally i would choose that but it's up to them oh yeah <laughs> It's, I don't have choices. <laughs> it like probably doesn't matter. They just decide if they like you or not. <laughs> well, it's supposed to work faster and better if it's just on your cervix. Oh. Yeah. I guess it's, I mean, I'm sure it's similar to like if you were to take something up your butt versus just swallowing a pill. Yeah. I'm sure if you take a suppository, it works a little better for whatever reason. That's why babies get suppositories. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they have to put that in. The pill is like the, t it's like a grain of rice. It is so tiny. Mm -hmm. And so they're wearing gloves, which is already hard to feel the pill. Yeah. And they have to put it, they have to place it specifically on the cervix. So they're in there a while. Oh, and sometimes it gets stuck to the glove. So they'll like think they got it and pull their fingers out and it's still on there. Oh, so they got to go back in. And then um, they have to use very, very minimal lubrication because if they use too much, it'll get in between the pill and your cervix and then it will take longer. Uh -huh. And you have to do that every, I think it was every four hours or six hours. I can't remember. It's oh been God. a month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So in that time, I think it was every four hours. Maybe it's, it, whatever. So they put the pill in you. You have to lay reclined for i think it was half an hour and then you could sit up and then you have to stay in bed for an hour and then so maybe it was only like let's see half an hour maybe it was only two hours because then i got half an hour of walking around time oh and then they, yard time yeah <laughs> and then the, like i could go pee and then whatever and then i could then they would do it again mm -hmm. and so we were doing that and then my I think I got to walk around once. Oh. Yes. Because after that, I had to get put on magnesium. Because, oh, no. Because my blood pressure was, it was just, it just kept going up and uh -huh. up and up. And I'm on a lot of medication currently <laughs> still, but I was on even more then. And then they were, every time it would get too high, they would do an IV of labetalol mm -hmm. and then it would come down a little bit. And anyway, it was just a mess. So they're like, <laughs> at this point, um, like you're you're in the preeclampsia range, and that could turn into eclampsia, and then you would start having seizures. And so what the magnesium does is it protects your brain and the baby's brain if you were to have a seizure. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much all it does, and it's supposed to help with everything, like not like prevent you, not prevent you, help. I don't know. It's help you not have a seizure? Yeah. It's supposed to help with that. I take magnesium to sleep. I do too. Just like a little yeah. a little bit. And it's supposed to that it's supposed to like calm you down. It's supposed to help with like restless legs. But like whenever you're on an IV of magnesium, uh -huh. it's totally different. So whenever <laughs> they were like the lady came in and she's like, So we're gonna have to do the magnesium. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> take that shit every night. And but she's like, just so you know. It's really, really awful. <laughs> oh, God. A lot of people experience blah, blah. And she was just like going on and on and on about how terrible I'm going to feel. She's like, 
you're going to feel flu-like symptoms. You're going to feel super lethargic. It's going to feel like you're stuck in wet cement. Oh, God. Uh, you can't get out of bed anymore. And so we have to make a decision if we want to put in a catheter or not. And I was like, I've never had a catheter. Mm -hmm. I've never had surgery except for my wisdom teeth getting pulled out, which did not require a catheter. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if it did. <laughs> or you just piss yourself while they're taking your teeth out. I do wonder about that. Because that's the whole point. Well, you're not allowed to drink water for like a whole day before. A whole day? Or a whole eight hours. Is that right? I wasn't. I can't remember. When did you get yours taken out? Recently. Oh, I was 16. I got mine like last year. Last year? Yeah. I don't. I, I probably do remember that. You do but, remember okay. that. <laughs> you were there. Okay. We weren't there, but you were there when I talked about it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, sure I remember. It wasn't a big deal, so like it doesn't matter. I just I've had so little sleep. <laughs> anyway. So she's like warning me, warning Michael about how fucked up this is. So anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so she gave me the decision. She's like, here's the thing. I'll be your doctor until I can't remember when they did their shift changes. Is it either seven or eight? Mm -hmm. Anyway, they work 12 hour shifts. She's like, I'm good to do a bedside commode is what they call it. But I can't promise you that the next person that comes in to be your night nurse is going to be okay with that. Cause they have multiple patients. She had a bad day. She's like <laughs> catheter. <laughs> they don't want to have to constantly be coming in and emptying your, yeah. your thing. Um, and the reason why, okay. So anyway, I chose the commode because mm -hmm. I'm petrified of catheters. Yeah. And so they go, <laughs> they get it for me. And the, I don't know if you've probably seen them before. They look like, I don't know. They look like those shower stools for mm -hmm. old people with like a toilet oh, seat yeah. in it. And the thing that they put in it. So imagine the toilet seat. They had to put a thing in it to like hold capture the pee mm -hmm. but there was like a huge gap in the back oh i don't know why it just didn't cover the whole the whole hole that's weird yeah so i peed on the floor a lot <laughs> on accident but i wasn't like we weren't allowed to empty it ourselves because they had to monitor my urine output Fun. because i was on the magnesium uh -huh. for some reason and i actually had to monitor i had to monitor my urine output the entire time i was at the hospital it was really annoying so if you pee on the floor do they have to like scoop it up and well they put like these puppy pads down oh that i'm sure they're not called puppy pads but <laughs> they looked exactly like them yeah and then if i peed on the floor i'd be like i'd have to call the nurse and be like can someone come empty my thing also i peed on the floor <laughs> And they were like, we'll send your nurse right in. They rolled up a newspaper and hit you with it. <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to get in and out of bed unassisted. So every time I had to pee, I had to wake Michael up oh, to no. help me. And then I had like these monitors. Um, if you've ever given birth, you are familiar with these monitors. But if you're not, there's these two monitors they put on your belly. One of them tracks the baby's heart rate and one of them tracks contractions. Mm -hmm. And... If you move at all or the baby moves, it like sets off alarms because like they lost the baby and then somebody has to come in and adjust it. And it's just really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so I chose the commode, peed on the floor a lot, <laughs> had to have help. So that was happening the whole first, I don't know, day and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think after, I think after we did a full, pretty much a full day of doing the inside thing, mm-hmm. they started switching me to an oral pill of the same kind. Because they were like, maybe you're not reacting to it this way. Some people have more success with it orally. But... I'd be like, you could have started with that. <laughs> but I was having no progress. Yeah. And the thing is, I started having contractions, I think, mm-hmm. before they started me on magnesium. Oh. So for just that first few hours. And it just kind of felt like cramps. Um. It wasn't bad. Nothing mm-hmm. bad, obviously, because I never ended up having any type of progress. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so they give magnesium to women who also go into early labor. Mm-hmm. So if they're like, oh, shit, my water broke and I'm only like 23 weeks, they'll try to give them magnesium and have them on bed rest, like total bed rest. And it should allow them to get like another two weeks out of their pregnancy. That's interesting. Yeah. So that being said, magnesium stops labor. That isn't cool. Yeah. So whenever you're taking medicine to start labor and then you're taking medicine that stops labor. Your labor's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, and then usually you can like walk around to start labor. I was completely bedridden. Like there were just a lot of factors working against me. Yeah. So after two it was it was that second day it was tuesday night so i got there monday morning tuesday night so it had been a day and a half of trying they were like was it that day no it was it had been a day just a day so after a day of trying Mm -hmm. right they were like this isn't going anywhere we could keep doing this forever or we could start talking about a c-section mm-hmm. and it was really weird because the whole time before then they were like we're gonna keep we're just gonna keep going we're gonna keep going they never even mentioned c-section like mm-hmm. and as soon as the words left their <clears throat> mouth like it was like damage control for them for some reason uh-huh. like the nurses were like it's okay it's okay like <laughs> you're still gonna have a birth i know a lot of women think that just because you have a c-section it's not considered birth but it's a birth <laughs> you're still giving birth mama and i'm like oh that's another thing every single fucking nurse in there calls you mama oh gross i'd be so mad <laughs> to the point where i started saying it to my baby <laughs> for no reason just because everyone around me was saying it um so anyway, they were just like, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, I know it's okay. <laughs> like, I know it's still giving birth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not dead set on giving birth vaginally, especially whenever I can't get up and walk. I can't do anything that I was planning on doing to, like, help me have a natural labor. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just bedridden going through all these contractions, I'm going to get an epidural, which is what I didn't want to do. Yeah. And... Like, it's just not, it just wasn't going the way I wanted, yeah. right? So even if I ended up staying and trying to do it vaginally, and, which would have taken, like, fucking two weeks. You'd still be in labor. It's <laughs> Well, the first 10-month baby. <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. 
Either way, it wasn't going to be what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So it was like, let's just have the C-section because at least this will be over. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, I was in so much pain from just sitting. Yeah. Which sounds so stupid. But, like, the beds are uncomfortable. I couldn't lay down. You have needles in you. Yeah, I had both arms needles. I had a blood pressure cuff that went off every 30 minutes. I had to, I had monitors everywhere. I was pretty much naked i had like (laughs) only uh those like stupid sheet things covering me oh and whenever you're on magnesium you're like insanely hot really yes oh god so it's just like feeling like shit Mm -hmm. super hot i was like sweating i had a fan on me the whole time i had ice packs on my feet (laughs) like i was suffering yeah and so i was like yeah let's just let's just do it let's just do it Mm -hmm. right and then, so then, that's that's whenever the whole rest of this uh, started. But let's t- take a break because <laughs> we're already at twenty eight minutes. And then I'll tell you the rest of the story in a second. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. So. <laughs> so after, so I had these two day nurses. So one of them was like new and then mm-hmm. she had, she was, it wasn't like her first day or anything, but she had another nurse with her that was like teaching her uh-huh. stuff, but not teaching, like shadowing her, I'd say. Um, so I had two day nurses and then they were like, yeah, let's get you ready for C-section. We're going to do it now. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're going to roll you back there. We're going to do it. Right. And they were so cute. They're like, we need to get you prepped. So they have to shave you. Not the whole area but like the top of your pelvic bone basically Uh they have to shave that whole area they have to they had to help me take out my piercings so i just have my nose ring and then uh my tragus piercings Mm -hmm. nose ring i could do it was really annoying tragus ones i could not do that took forever she she go get like forceps and like it was a whole thing um and then I think that was it. Oh, she helped me put up my hair. Uh, they were just like ready. We had to, I had to meet with the anesthesiologist. I had to sign paperwork. Um, and they were like, okay, we're ready to do this. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Why can't you have piercings? Something about, um, I think they said it was the, the nerve block that I'm going to tell you about. Uh-huh. It like makes it feel like you're, skin is burning oh. where that piercing is i okay. think is what they said that's weird yeah i don't know <laughs> um yeah so met with the anesthesiologist signed some paperwork um at this point i was like really freaking out but like for no reason it was just like a lot going on there's uh-huh. a lot of people in and out they were like getting like scrub caps on <laughs> and and then I don't know where they were like, actually, your your OB has a meeting until 830. Oh my so God. we can have him. We can do a different OB or you can wait for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just wait. It was like three o'clock or something by then. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're not going to be your nurses then. You're going to have somebody else. And I was like, that's fine. So then it was just waiting. Mm-hmm. So it was like five hours of sitting there thinking about (laughs) what's about to happen and then i just randomly burst into tears and it was like 
I rarely cry. Mm-hmm. So whenever I do cry, it like explodes <laughs> out of me and I kind of start laughing. So I was like wailing basically. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so loud. And like the more I tried to hold it in, the more it kept bursting mm-hmm. like vomit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like scream crying. And Michael's like, what the fuck (laughs) and then the nurses come running in because i'm screaming right Uh like so loudly crying and they're both they're like looking at each other like what's going on (laughs) because they were like we were just in here and she was totally fine and they're like are you okay and i'm like i'm fine like they're like what's wrong i'm like literally nothing like (laughs) they're like why are you crying i'm like i don't know like i couldn't stop they're like it's okay sometimes you just need to cry sometimes you just need to cry i'm like there's just a lot happening and they're like it's because it's a c-section it's okay and i'm like no like (laughs) there's nothing wrong i'm okay with the c-section i'm ready to give birth i've been on magnesium for over a day like i haven't left this bed like i'm fucking ready to have this baby Uh in any means possible but it was just a lot to yeah. happen all at once. And I was on so much medication. Plus you're pregnant. <laughs> that too. <laughs> a lot of hormones. And it was just a lot. So I cried a little, uh, got that under control. And then again, it was just waiting. And mm. I couldn't eat anything and I couldn't drink anything. Oh, fun. And I know I probably, whoever listens to this or people that actually know me if you're listening to this you know i'm a thirsty bitch (laughs) so like as soon as they told me i couldn't drink anything i was like so thirsty yeah (laughs) they're like no more eating i'm like whatever no more (laughs) drinking for hours i can't do it i'm leaving (laughs) sign me out i'm thirsty just thinking about it (laughs) it was awful i hate that like when when you can't drink for like before a blood test or whatever yeah i hate that yeah they were michael was allowed to go get me ice chips oh and that's the other thing right i was still on magnesium Mm -hmm. so it was still so hot yeah like and it wasn't like oh have your last sip of water now it was like no more whatever you had that's it and i'm (laughs) like my mouth tastes so bad (laughs) like that episode of spongebob where he's i don't need it (laughs) yeah that would be me it's horrible so he was able to give me ice chips a few times but i guess they just don't want stuff in your stomach just in case they do have to put you under anesthesia Mm -hmm. so you don't like vomit and choke yourself and die yeah so i mean it makes sense Mm -hmm. but still sucks (laughs) so i'm waiting 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 and then eight it's like i don't know a little after eight and my doctor comes in finally and he's like we ready to do this thing and i'm like hell yeah <laughs> so the last thing they do is they come in and they give uh they give your partner their outfit mm. so it's like it's just so stupid <laughs> he had these little shoe covers uh-huh. the only shoes he brought were flip-flops <laughs> <laughs> flip-flop covers <laughs> so funny <laughs> so anyway, he's wearing like a like a, a blue gown mm-hmm. this little shoe covers over his flip-flops and um and a like a whatever a hat hat yeah they give me a hat um let's see they what else did they do they gave me this this 
I can't, I don't remember what it was for. I was so fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Just on so many drugs. At this point, I started feeling really, really sick. Mm -hmm. Like it was the nerves and the magnesium, but I started feeling those like flu like symptoms. Mm -hmm. And I started feeling a little dizzy too, but I also had insanely high blood pressure. Yeah. Um, but they gave me, it was like a little shot of alcohol. I don't know what it was for. I think it was for the nausea, maybe. Oh. And they were like, here you go. This is going to taste like a warhead. Ooh. And just suck it down. Like, uh -huh. take it like a shot. So, again, if you're listening, you know, I don't do shots. Yeah. <laughs> I suck at taking shots. <laughs> and I hate sour stuff. Like, uh -huh. hate it. I don't even like lemonade. So, it did taste exactly like a warhead. I want some. It was like liquid warhead. Uh -huh. And I had to do it in two sips because I just can't take shots. I changed my mind. I am going to have a baby. <laughs> and a C-section. And a C-section. I want the warhead drink. <laughs> and uh, so, and then I couldn't have water after that. So I oh. spent the whole rest of the procedure with uh -huh. that taste in my mouth. Fun. I met my baby with warhead, <laughs> warhead mouth. <laughs> That's how she'll always remember you. <laughs> Making a warhead face. Yeah. So before we go in, they kind of go over, like the anesthesiologist comes in one more time and he goes over everything. And then I have my night nurse with me the whole time and she goes over everything. And then they're like, okay, so we're going to, we're going to put you on a wheelchair and we're going to wheel you back. We're ready. Mm -hmm. So they get all my cords and everything all <laughs> Your ready. charger. And they put me in the wheelchair. And at this point, I'm still no catheter, by mm -hmm. the way. Good for me. Free pee. <laughs> and we get wheeled to the room. And I've, like I said, the only surgery I've ever had was my wisdom teeth, which is at a dentist office. Mm -hmm. So this is the first surgery I've ever had. And I go in and it was fucking crazy. But also I was on so many drugs that like it was really an out of body experience. And I remember bits of it. Uh -huh. So I, I wonder how different it would be if I was all there. Yeah. Because you go in and it's like this crazy white room and there's like sh surgical shit everywhere. <laughs> and there's a bunch of fucking people in there already. And then there's like this weird table that I mean, I swear to God, it looked like a a cross like <laughs> you're gonna crucify me yeah <laughs> all the trick and it's really narrow like a, a very narrow bed like barely enough to just hold your body uh -huh. and then the things for your arms oh my god and so they sit you up there and they start putting oh they put these things on your calves mm -hmm. and it was kind of cool it was like a blood pressure cuff is the way that it was set up uh -huh. but it like goes like this it like it puts pressure in and then out in and out mm -hmm. like a rhythmic thing and i had to wear that on my calves for uh -huh. a full day to Ooh. prevent blood clots fun yeah so it's like calf massage for a day <laughs> but also i just like didn't sleep at all <laughs> um so they were, they were putting those on and then the anesthesiologist had to put my nerve block in mm -hmm. so it's a similar procedure to whenever you get an epidural. It goes in the same part in your spine. So you have to like hunch over. They find the spot. And then the difference between a nerve block and an epidural is an epidural. They put in basically a catheter. Mm -hmm. And then they pump medicine in through that. Uh -huh. The nerve block is just like a shot. 
uh-huh. and it's a one-time thing. Oh. So I put it in. That's it. And so the reason why people get epidurals is because you don't know how long your labor is going to last. You can constantly add more medicine. Okay. Yeah. But they're also more dangerous because of that because they're leaving something in there. So that's why people get like nerve damage on their spine. That's scary. Yeah. It's super rare, but it does happen. <laughs> and it can happen with a nerve block too. But the nerve block was fucking crazy. <laughs> and they explained everything to me really well. But the way they explained it, and this is how it felt, it was like your your toes were being dipped into hot sand. Uh. And it went up your entire body slowly and then ended like right under your boobs. Hot sand pants? Yeah. It's so weird. And so it wasn't like completely numb, but by what I mean is like it's like whenever your arm goes to sleep mm-hmm. and it's like pringly feeling. So I could feel like pressure, but I didn't feel any pain or anything. Oh. So like that's gotta be creepy though. It was super weird. Yeah. It was super weird. And again, I was on so many drugs and really <laughs> fucked up. So that happened as soon as he put it in me, they were like, All right, let's lay you back because it started immediately mm-hmm. at my toes. Oh, Sorry, there's my alarm Music break. to feed my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Michael's feeding her. Um, so they lay me back, and um, at this point, I'm, like, totally naked, mm-hmm. right? Except for those things on my calves. <laughs> <laughs> Outfit of the day. Yeah, and then they just start, there's so many people there, and they're just, like, doing shit, right? Mm-hmm. They're, like prepping me they're washing me they're putting this screen up they're putting blood pressure cuffs on me they're hooking me up with ivs they're getting me oxygen they're like monitoring my pulse like all this stuff is happening Mm -hmm. all at once and so i got rolled back there i want to say probably at 8 30 ish and they started right away it was probably a little after 8 30 doesn't matter it was really fast Uh so a little after 8 30 get everything done they put the screen up and the my doctor was in there he washed me and then he had a other doctor another surgeon in there as like his assistant there was like so many people in there and then the my doctor and the assistant were just like talking to each other the whole time Uh not talking to me i had a screen up the only person that was talking to me was the anesthesiologist (laughs) he was so fucking cool he was like joking with me he was trying to keep me calm i was super fucked up (laughs) and i'm like laid out like this with my arms out and like i can't move Uh and i i don't even try to move because i'm petrified if i start moving like i'm gonna mess something up Uh but they do test you he like before they started doing anything they like i think they just did it with like a pen Mm -hmm. they were like can you feel this all the way up to like here mm-hmm. and, then, and then like up to here i could feel whenever they got to like my rib cage uh-huh. and then they went back down and then he's like tell me when you can stop feeling it and it was like the bottom of my rib cage and he's like okay so if you can't feel right here i just want you to know the incision and the surgery is going to take place like way down here it's like right above your groin uh-huh. so you're not going to feel anything don't worry but okay. if you ever do like if you're feeling anything if, even if you're just feeling overwhelmed or anxious let me know and i was like okay when is michael allowed to be in here so this whole time that i'm in there which probably was only like 
10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Michael's just sitting outside, <laughs> freaking out, uh -huh. right? Because he's out there by himself, like, holy shit, this is about to happen, right? Uh -huh. My wife's in there, we're out of a baby. Like, <laughs> and then he's also worried that he's going to come in and he's so anxious, he's worried he's just going to pass out. Because uh -huh. <laughs> he's just freaking out. Yeah. Too. But he came in and he did so good. So as soon as they, I feel like they had already started cutting me open, right? Uh-huh. So they started the procedure. They started cutting me open. I obviously can't see any of it. And I'm like, when are they going to let Michael in? When are they going to let Michael in? And, and the anesthesiologist is like, it'll be soon. It'll be soon. It'll be soon. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's going to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finally let him in after I'm already cut open. Mm -hmm. But it's like right before the baby comes out because mm -hmm. they don't want them, the partners to freak out and pass out. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't want him in there for too much of it mm -hmm. oh before i think it was before michael came in they broke my water because <laughs> i heard them say breaking the waters now because they have to announce everything they're doing uh -huh. um and then i swear to god i heard like a shot back <laughs> <laughs> i was just like sucking out blood <laughs> and amniotic fluid <laughs> it's really funny so he comes in and he's like by my head right here and he does look a little bit but he doesn't watch the whole thing he's mostly like looking at me mm -hmm. and i'm like got tears in my eyes i'm so fucked up i'm petrified mm -hmm. and he's like you're doing so good i'm so proud of you he, <laughs> he was so nice mm -hmm. and then that's whenever they start doing the tugging the pushing and tugging mm -hmm. and it was violent <laughs> like the i felt like the whole table was just like shaking <laughs> and i'm just like getting jerked around and michael's like you're doing great and i'm just like what's going on <laughs> and then out of nowhere they were like i don't even know what they said something like it's a girl or congratulations or baby's out i don't fucking know <laughs> baby was out and then they immediately take her i think they cut the cord right away they take her over to a table and then she starts crying oh the cutest little baby cries uh -huh. and then i start crying and then michael leaves <laughs> to go with the baby like, bye and i'm just like <laughs> laying there crucified crying <laughs> i'm just like michael michael take pictures <laughs> i want to see the baby and i'm just like probably like whispering but i feel like i'm like Michael! <laughs> I was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, he afterwards I find out he goes over there and they let him cut the cord again. So they cut it like with a pretty big length. Yeah. Just so they can let their part the partner cut the cord if they want. Oh. As like a symbolic thing. Yeah. So they let him cut the cord, they get the baby cleaned up. They do all this weird shit and then they finally bring her over and her her hair looked so dark and matted to her head that it looked curly uh -huh. so as soon as i saw her i was like oh my god she looks just like you and i was so like disappointed because i wanted her to look like me uh -huh. but then as soon as i saw her again you know, i was just like oh my god i love her so much <laughs> she's perfect and michael's holding her and i'm like this and there's like a baby like this and i'm just like crying <laughs> and the anesthesiologist is over here like you doing okay and i was just like 
<laughs> so eventually they get to leave. Mm-hmm. So she was born at 901. Oh. <laughs> it's whenever she excreted from my body. Uh-huh. Um, so they get to leave because she checks out all of her things that they have to check right away. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the room and he's like, see you there and then i'm in there for like another half an hour uh, i think just getting put back together (laughs) and then at this point because i can't feel half my body oh they put a catheter in me after my nerve blocks i didn't feel it Uh um so they put put me onto a different bed Mm -hmm. and then they wheel me back into my room and so the nerve block only lasts six hours. Uh-huh. Oh, and and whenever it c- goes away, it goes away the same way that it comes on. So it like starts at your like rib cage and goes down. Uh-huh. And whenever it leaves that part of your body, you become really itchy there. Oh god, it was really uncomfortable. And then also, what happens? It doesn't happen to everybody, but <laughs> after you give birth, you start shaking. And sometimes for people, it lasts hours. That's weird. Yeah. And it was, like, violent. So as soon as I get back in the room, I'm already starting to feel tingly right under my boobs. Mm -hmm. And I start just violently shaking. Oh, my God. And it's, like... It, and I'm like shivering almost like mm-hmm. if and like I can't breathe because you're shaking so much. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're like, you want to hold your baby? You want to try breastfeeding? <laughs> and then right away they were like, oh, you're shaking. We'll just give her a bottle. And I'm like, no, I want to try. Uh-huh. Like I had I had to advocate for myself to breastfeed, mm-hmm. which was really annoying because I was so fucked up. <laughs> and like, I feel like a lot of my journey there for the breastfeeding journey, like a lot of people are just like, it's fine. Just supplement. It's fine. Just take a bottle. And I'm like the only person that's like, I think it's important. I want to try to do it this way. Uh-huh. But anyway, they did have to help me hold her. <laughs> <laughs> Taper down to you. Cause I was shaking so violently. And then I was able to breastfeed for probably not long, but I missed out on the whole hour of skin to skin oh i missed out on so much because i i wasn't there i was in the surgery room and then as soon as i got back i was all fucked up (laughs) like i was shivering and shaking and couldn't feel half of my body and i was just like on another planet (laughs) and so they do a lot of stuff that night they they do all of her newborn tests. Um, they do all of her measurements and everything. I, they change her first diaper. Um, eventually, I don't. I don't think it happened that night because it was pretty late. But it might have been the next day. She started getting really cold because they checked their temperature mm-hmm. to make sure that their bodies can regulate temperature. And so she was really cold. And then so they took her to like the nursery, which is on the mom baby floor which was the floor below ours Mm -hmm. but we weren't allowed to go down there yet because it was still on um, magnesium for 24 hours Uh after birth so they go down to the nursery and michael goes down there with her and then while they're down there her oxygen levels go down so they have to put her on oxygen and while all this is happening i'm just in the room fucked up (laughs) and like so lethargic Mm -hmm. and like haven't slept because i can't it's like you're constantly in a in a half awake 
fugue. Oh god. But you can't sleep, uh-huh. but you're not awake. And so that all this stuff was happening and I was just like, okay. <laughs> and Michael was so worried that like I was like going to be stuck that way like he cuz he's been petrified of like postpartum depression this whole time. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a good sign. Yeah. He's like, "Oh my god, like your baby's in like being taken because something's wrong and you don't even care (laughs) and i hardly even remember it really i was so fucked up oh wow so the 24 hours goes by and my blood pressure is still so high but i'm not showing any signs of postpartum preeclampsia Mm -hmm. so they were able to take me off of magnesium oh at exactly 901 the next day (laughs) and so they take me off that take out my catheter which didn't hurt i was freaking out every nurse that came in i was like does it hurt and they're (laughs) like it really doesn't it just kind of feels like a little bit of a stingy pee like okay (laughs) it really didn't hurt it didn't even sting it was super quick um and then they take us down to mom baby it's like really late at night we had visitors all night long they came in at like three o'clock in the morning to like take her blood which made her freak out for like hours she doesn't have that much yeah they take it from their heel yeah so they prick their heel and then they have to like let a little blood drop come and then they push it on this paper Uh and they have to do it like 10 different times yeah it takes forever poor baby (laughs) yeah and the whole time she's freaking out so i have Nurses coming in to check on her. Nurses coming in to check on me. And they just come in constantly. Nurses coming in to give me my medication for my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, you just never sleep. <laughs> and, like, by the time you fall asleep, somebody fucking comes in. <laughs> and I was coming down off magnesium. And it was like I was coming down off drugs. Uh-huh. Like, hardcore drugs. And it was it was like I was hungover. It was, it was awful. Yeah. And I couldn't poop was really unpleasant because <laughs> i'm a very regular person and i i didn't poop since monday and it was like wednesday at that point and i was suffering <laughs> so every person that came and i was like can you like get me something to help me poop and they're just like yeah we'll get you stuff it was awful <laughs> and so wednesday or no wednesday we were up that was thursday by the time we were in mom baby uh-huh. so all of wednesday it was fucked up don't Dang. remember thursday we're in mom baby coming down off drugs still super high blood pressure and then my doctor comes in and he's like so we could release you today at 9 p.m <laughs> whenever she was born mm-hmm. um or we can have you stay another night and i'm like i don't want to go home yet like <laughs> leaving the hospital at 9 p.m uh-huh. <laughs> like i was barely alive the first day she was born Uh so all those people that came in there was like a lactation consultant all these things i don't even remember i was Uh like can we have one more night and he's like sure so we got one more night and then we were released friday um yeah so how long were you in there monday to friday Mm -hmm. see when my mom had my brother as far as i remember it was a half day event (laughs) she like went had a baby and then came home I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. So mm-hmm. I couldn't, I hate the hospital. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have been like, okay, bye. <laughs> See you. I was so fucked up still. Yeah. Like magnesium's no joke. It was the worst I've ever felt. That's terrible. Yeah. 
Oh, and then, okay, so after you give birth vaginally or with a C-section, uh-huh. they have to do these, like, stomach mis- – I don't know what they're for or what they're called. But they're basically feeling to make sure your uterus is contracting back from the watermelon it was uh-huh. back down to the pear or whatever. And they do that by taking, like, both of their hands and pressing super hard into your belly. And for while I was on my nerve block, which were the most painful ones, mm-hmm. I didn't feel it. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, it fucking hurts. Yeah. And I didn't even have the, the trauma of my belly of having contractions. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine how that would feel if you went vaginally. I would just... I would be like, can you please just believe? <laughs> can we all just hope and pray? Oh, and Send then me home. and then I started bleeding the oh, day God. after. So they have, and I was still on bed rest. So people had to come <laughs> clean me up. Oh no! And I was like, they would have to press down on me to like gush it out. It was really Ugh. gross. That's creepy. Yeah. Wait, I have one more question. Yeah. Why were your arms out? Because I had stuff attached oh. to me. That makes sense. Yeah, and because they put a screen like right here. Oh. And so like your arms can't be like by your you side. You can't be like feeling around. <laughs> yeah. So Is that like... her head? <laughs> it's my head. <laughs> um well I guess let's take another break and I could tell you about my postpartum journey so far. And okay. then we'll be done. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Hello. So, um, so my postpartum journey began in the hospital, obviously. And as I was telling you earlier, I was really, really focused on breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of people that were helping me, but a lot of people were just like, just supplement, just supplement, mm-hmm. just supplement. It's fine. Cause like, Whenever you first give birth, the first thing that comes out is colostrum. Uh It's like this super sticky, super potent, high calorie stuff. Uh Because babies, brand new babies, have like just the tiniest, bittiest, tiny, like so small little bellies. Uh And they constantly need to eat. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that they eat, the colostrum, is just like really good for them super high calories or whatever but they have to eat it constantly right Mm -hmm. and they call it cluster feeding and it's supposed to help your milk come in faster so not only were people coming in all the time to my room but she was also awake all the time trying to feed Mm -hmm. and i was in a lot of pain from having a c like so much pain from having a Mm c-section like you can't use your entire core which you use all the time yeah (laughs) I couldn't sit up unassisted. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go to the bathroom unassisted. I couldn't get out of bed. Like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't bend over. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't bend over to pick up my daughter. Like, I had to sit down, get the pillows ready, have my daughter handed to me to breastfeed, try to breastfeed. And then she was so shitty at it because she was, like, early. Uh And... I felt like I had nothing coming out and then she would just fall asleep and we're like pulling her arms and like wiping her face with washcloths, trying to keep her awake. It was a mess. Yeah. So 
We ended up supplementing water in the hospital because she kept losing weight. Mm -hmm. She was six. What was it? Six, 11, six pounds, 11 ounces when she was born. Mm -hmm. And by the time we left the hospital, she was <clears throat> down to almost six pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Skinny legend. Yeah. Which is normal for them to lose weight, but they want like to eventually start gaining weight. And she just kept losing weight. So they're just like, oh, it's fine to supplement. So because I was early, because I had a C-section, and because I was on magnesium, my milk took even longer than normal. Oh, no. And so it takes anywhere from like three to five days. I think my milk took five or six days. I can't remember. It took a while yeah. for my milk to start coming in. It wasn't until we were home. And so they're like, so what you need to do is breastfeed her. And then you need to pump every like three hours or something for 15 minutes while we we're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I got home, we were breastfeeding her and supplementing. And then we go to her first appointment which was like the day after we got home mm -hmm. and they were like, Oh, what you should do is breastfeed. And then afterwards you can bottle feed like your partner, Michael can bottle feed. And then you need to pump to like help your breast won't come in better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that takes a really long time. So yeah. breastfeeding for anywhere from, I don't know, 20 minutes to 45 minutes mm -hmm. and then breath and then pumping for half an hour fun yeah that's like a, a and, hobby and you do that every two to three hours <laughs> it's a lot yeah so whenever we finally left the hospital it was crazy because we had to like pack everything up on a cart and we don't have an infant car seat mm -hmm. we have one of those like rose with me car seats it's supposed to last like their entire life so they put me on a wheelchair I'm holding her. She's so tiny. She doesn't uh -huh. fit into anything that I brought, which was uh -huh. newborn clothes. Uh -huh. And I, for some reason, didn't even think about the fact that she would be a preemie, technically, yeah. and that they make preemie clothes. <laughs> I thought just newborn. It's so small. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can it get any smaller? Yeah. So she did not fit into the go home outfit I had planned for her. Aww. And it was like I had originally packed this like skirt because it's like summer mm -hmm. or not skirt. It was like a dress. And it was fucking cold that day. It was like raining. <laughs> and so I packed this like long sleeve footed onesie mm -hmm. and I put that on her and she's like swimming in it. <laughs> so I'm holding that holding her. And the, a nurse is wheeling us out. And then Michael's got, like, the whole, you know, everything that I had packed. Uh -huh. um, then we get to the car, put her in. And she's just, like, so impossibly small. Uh -huh. And I was like, she's not going to fit in this car seat. She's too small. <laughs> like, we're, like, tightening it as small as it can possibly go. Uh -huh. And that fit her. Oh, <laughs> It's just so tiny. And then we get home. And Michael's like... I need to go to Target to get more clothes, to get diapers that are newborn size, to get formula since we're supplementing, to get Tylenol and ibuprofen for me because that's what I was allowed to take. Um, he's like, I'll be back. So he leaves. Uh -huh. And then I'm just there with a baby <laughs> and I'm in so much pain, can't fucking do anything. And I just start crying. Aww. <laughs> I'm just like, why? why? How do people... <laughs> let people go home with infants <laughs> yeah 
I couldn't do it. It seems unreal. It does. Like, it just seems like they shouldn't allow it. They should have, like, a wing in there where you stay until they're six years old. They're like, okay, got it now. Or, like, somebody come home with you to, like, make sure you know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, so that first day that we got home was Friday. And then as soon as I get home, Michael's gone. My mom's like, when do you want us to come over? Because they were watching my dog. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like, we didn't have a, a schedule yet for her feeding. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just not ready, right? Yeah. Uh, prepared for that. And so, Michael comes back from the store. My parents come over. My dog is freaking out. <laughs> he does not give a shit about me. He runs right past me and goes straight to the baby. Somehow Aww. knows. <laughs> and does not leave her side for like four days oh yeah best friends he was obsessed with her he's He's more he's back to being obsessed with me obviously he's up here with she's old news (laughs) she was just new and shiny (laughs) um yeah but since then like the first week that we were home was really hard Mm -hmm. because i wasn't just in so much pain and i couldn't I couldn't sleep on my side, mm-hmm. and every time I would lay down flat, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Oh, God. And so, and it was happening to me in the hospital, too, where, like, as soon as I would fall asleep, it was like I stopped breathing, and then, like, the oxygen alarms would go off. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> and, fun. Yeah, so they were like, oh, it's normal that you can have sleep. <laughs> apnea bougie um from everything that happened and so i was sleeping basically sitting up in bed Mm -hmm. which wasn't very good for sleeping yeah and then every time i would fall asleep uh right before i would like actually fall asleep i would i felt like i would stop breathing and it would wake me up Mm -hmm. so that was fun and then we were waking up constantly with the baby, just had no idea what we were doing, trying to breastfeed, trying to bottle feed, trying to do everything. I was so emotional and I couldn't I couldn't get out of bed still without help. Uh-huh. I couldn't get dressed without help. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so Michael was not only like taking care of the baby, but he was also taking care of me. Uh-huh. He'd be like, okay, let me help you change your diaper and then <laughs> let me help the baby change her diaper. <laughs> take a bath together yeah it was awful so yeah um i just yeah it was really bad and then like i'm over here like there's so much stuff i need to do like i need to clean the house and do the dishes and take out the trash and do all these things and he he's like these things can wait and i'm like no they can't like (laughs) the bottle dishes have to get done the trash has to get taken out like these are things that have to get done like cleaning the house that that can wait you're right Mm -hmm. but there are things that have to be done and uh, I can't remember when how far along I was postpartum but I was like doing stuff and in pain and Michael's like oh I'm glad traumatic childbirth really hasn't slowed you down (laughs) you're still as active as ever (laughs) just in pain about it (laughs) but right before uh some I'll be six, some five weeks now. Mm -hmm. So I'll be six weeks on Tuesday. 
postpartum and um, my mother-in-law came to visit last week. Mm -hmm. So the week before then I was cleaning the house. I was like feeling good cleaning the house. So I decided I needed to clean my bathtub, Mm -hmm. which I haven't done in months because I couldn't bend over Uh while I was pregnant. (laughs) And so I'm cleaning the bathtub and um, I get up and I like pull a muscle in my stomach and it like fucked me up for days. Oh no. Every time I'd sit down, I was like, oh. (laughs) And so Michael's like, you hurt yourself cleaning. (laughs) Like you need to stop. (laughs) I can't. You need a merry maid. <laughs> it's just so much to do. Yeah. Not enough hours in the day. So now Michael's back to work and I don't breastfeed as often. I've kind of just relied on pumping mm-hmm. and my supply like tanked. I was getting, I don't know, maybe two ounces every time I pumped. Mm hmm. And then it got to the point where I was getting like half an ounce combined (laughs) and I was getting really sad about it, but Mm -hmm. I bought a different pump. I spent $200 on a different pump Uh and I got it yesterday and it's hopefully it's working. Oh, good. So people like respond to different pumps differently. So hopefully that works. So anyway, we bottle feed and then I pump. And then we're still supplementing at night because I'm still not producing enough. <laughs> That's so scary. Yeah. That's why they had wet nurses back in the day. So weird. <laughs> Such a weird concept. I know. What happens to that lady's baby? I don't know. Well, like if you, I think your milk eventually just doesn't become as good uh-huh. after a few years. <laughs> yes, years. <laughs> but like if you keep stimulating your breasts uh-huh. like you you'll keep producing milk for years oh yeah some women breastfeed their six-year-olds reading articles about that all the time that's so weird it's so weird that kid's old enough to know <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's a little creepy yeah yeah i think i don't know we'll see how it goes i still like breastfeeding like mm-hmm. i'll do it every i try to do it at least every day uh-huh. um I tried to do it today before you came over and she was being a little fucking brat. <laughs> she was just like, eh, ground eh, her. Eh. No more swinging in your swinging chair <laughs> till you can behave. <laughs> till you eat. Till you eat your dinner. She is so cute. She's, She's a very cute, cute baby. And like I told you, I wouldn't tell you she wasn't, <laughs> but she is a very cute baby. <laughs> a lot of babies look the same. Uh-huh. <sighs> Sorry, I dropped my pen. <laughs> Um, and I'm on this like baby group on Facebook that's like a birth group for September, whenever my due date was supposed to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> so a lot of people are posting pictures of like birth announcements, mm-hmm. and a lot of babies look the same. But there are some that they see, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Like I saw this one baby who had the thickest eyebrows, <laughs> and like babies usually don't have noticeable eyebrows, and uh-huh. this girl she they were <laughs> thick and she had a lot of really dark hair i saw this one baby that had so much back hair oh my god dark werewolf dark back baby hair. i was just like god damn some babies are like translucent you know mm-hmm. those babies creep me out yeah those are usually new babies yeah yeah they can't help it they don't have pigment in their skin yet well they should try <laughs> it creeps me out <laughs> Try. <laughs> completely bald babies are weird to me yeah probably because i was born with like shoulder length hair (laughs) 
My mom said I was born bald. Really? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be completely bald because all babies have that like... Velvet? Yeah. Yeah. And she has some... It's supposed to fall off. I think it probably has. Whenever she was first born, she, she was like really fuzzy, like a peach. Aw, peachy yeah. baby. <laughs> She's just so soft. You should have named her Peach like my dog. Aw. I still can. Just you can. Kidding. Change it. <laughs> <laughs> Call the social security office. Oh my god, we got her social security card in the mail. Uh-huh. It's like all sixes. Really? That's a <laughs> that's a bad sign. <laughs> so many sixes. <laughs> my social security number and my cell phone number are Similar? Very close, <laughs> and I get them mixed up all the time. Oh my god! I'll tell you them later. Yeah, because I trust you not to steal my. Identity. I'll never remember. <laughs> I can't even remember people's birthdays. <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering her birthday. Like I called to set up a ultrasound for her because uh-huh. she needs a hip ultrasound because she was breached for so long. Uh-huh. So I guess whenever they sit in that position for so long, it can like fuck up their hips. Oh. Um. So anyway, they do a hip ultrasound just to make sure everything's correct I mm-hmm. guess. anyway they were like and her date of birth and i'm like um <laughs> wait i know this it's a month a-, a month and 30 years after my birthday <laughs> that's how you remember it let me calculate from my birthday real quick <laughs> oh, it's hard i just like get so little sleep no she's still we, we got like a really good nighttime routine going right now mm-hmm. it's that first night it's that first one going to bed at 10 ish mm-hmm. that's n- not very good but we wake her up at one and five and we got like a pretty good system that's good yeah so by the time i'm done pumping she's usually ready to go back to bed oh so it takes about half an hour give or take she's is she active at night yeah not so much she's just like so loud like oh, i was telling oh, you yeah. earlier she's Grandpa just like noises. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> just like constant it sounds like she's congested too uh-huh. even though she's not um i was reading it's just because their nasal passageways are just so tiny it's just like breathing makes noise <laughs> so loud babies are so weird <laughs> yeah oh my god okay so before we get off <laughs> so babies spend the whole time they're inside the womb mm-hmm. not pooping right because uh-huh. that's not good for them to poop in their area in their home <laughs> um so they spend that whole time with clenched buttholes uh-huh. so whenever they come out they don't know how to poop <laughs> They like their bodies just like don't know how to unclench. <laughs> oh my god! So that first time that they like figure out how to poop, it takes a while, and they mm-hmm. scream. They just start screaming Aww. and crying because it builds pressure in their stomach uh-huh. that helps them push it out. <laughs> and I mean, it's soft. It's not like painful for them, but yeah. like they just don't know how to unclench their butt. <laughs> well, when you're you know like two hours old. Whatever pain you feel is the worst pain you've ever felt in your entire life. That's true. That's scary. Yeah. Poor babies. Yeah. So she didn't poop for a few days after we got home, oh. and we started getting worried. Uh-huh. And the, and we went. We called the OB or the pediatrician. They were just like, "It's okay. Once it gets to this point, then we'll worry." And then um, that's whenever we started reading about like massages we can do for her and like 
letting her letting her cry so she can build that pressure and uh-huh. so we were watching tv and she just started freaking out crying so we just put her down and we like we're changing her diaper and then she we just let it go and she exploded <laughs> she had a lot to say <laughs> and a lot to do so Aww. yeah so we've been pooped on and peed on and thrown up on so that yep. that's, that's fun got it that's all your christening as a mother yeah 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 the the funniest time that we got pooped and peed on was we were giving her a sponge bath because uh-huh. you do that before whenever their umbilical stump is still on mm-hmm. you can't give them regular baths so we had her and this is gonna sound weird i put a, a changing pad down on the stove because uh-huh. it's like the biggest surface area we have in our kitchen uh-huh. <laughs> stove wasn't on okay <laughs> but i put a changing pad down put some towels down and put her down so we we're giving her a sponge bath and then she just started like pooping <laughs> couldn't stop it just was like coming out like soft serve could not stop so i run upstairs to grab another towel because she shit all over the towel uh-huh. and while i'm upstairs she starts peeing <laughs> <laughs> so michael was holding her legs up like this uh-huh. to like have her not be rolling around in her poop uh-huh. so she pees all down her front <laughs> so we had to give her another bath <laughs> oh, babies are so weird yeah i love them oh uh, yeah but it's been i feel really good now like i said i'm five weeks postpartum she's a month old She's doing really good. Oh, um, we had her one month visit on Tuesday, and she's doing really good. She's in the 14th percentile for growth, Ooh. so she's still a little tiny. Yeah, but the thing is, they don't measure off of gestational age. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, she was two weeks early. They just measure off of how old you are. Oh, so like That's she's five weeks old. Yes, but if they went off her gestational age she'd be only three weeks old yeah so i'm not too worried about it i say that i'm constantly worried (laughs) (laughs) she's a beautiful little girl thanks she's really cute she is (laughs) so by the time this comes out i'll post some pictures oh because right now i'm just it's so weird listening because i've had a baby for a month and Uh i'm like listening to our episodes that we recorded so long ago uh-huh. and i'm just like if i'm still pregnant by this time i'm just like oh <laughs> it's wow march of next year <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> so but yeah it's pretty fun oh it's very exhausting you gotta really yeah. really really want a baby yeah to like go through it all but they're they're worth it are they she's so cute she is the cutest <laughs> Whenever I was really, really hormonal, whenever we got home, I could uh-huh. I could just look at her and start crying. Oh, <laughs> like I was just so in love. I like, wanted just... to cry the first time I saw her. Oh, God, she's so cute. She's so cute. I remember I walked into your house and Michael was carrying her and she was like two <laughs> inches tall, like going across the living room. And I was like, what? Is that her? Yeah, right. Is that a cryptid? <laughs> so TikTok. So tiny. I brought her to the office the other day to drop off thank you cards and uh-huh. meet everybody at my job. And my boss's boss just had a kid. Uh, maybe what? Say three, four. It was in March. Uh-huh. How long ago was that? Six, five. I don't know. I can't Whatever. do math. 
several months ago <laughs> right so there's a baby at, at the office regularly mm -hmm. with this uh, lady that i work for and they i come in with this tiny little thing and they're just like wow look at it i thought my baby was tiny but then i look at your baby and my baby's like fully grown she's like an adult now <laughs> she's in college <laughs> but like my baby um is a month old and she is eight pounds three ounces mm -hmm. as of tuesday of this week whenever we're recording and her baby was born eight pounds something. oh really yeah more than what my baby weighs now wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> so which is totally normal she was also 41 and a half weeks pregnant really whenever she gave birth yeah so that sucks baby fight Ugh. and she did it all natural <laughs> yeah with like her whole family there <laughs> which is so weird i could never yeah i'm glad i didn't have people there i would yeah. have been just like so fucked up <laughs> just constantly naked too so come many, look at me <laughs> so many people touching my insides <laughs> what if the doctor was like anyone want to feel and everyone just got to go in and touch your organs or whatever <laughs> once in a lifetime experience oh my god gross <laughs> yeah so childbirth it's 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 not easy i didn't even do it the like quote unquote normal way uh-huh and it still wasn't easy. Yeah. So, gotta gotta really really want it. Really really love babies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we'll have a second one. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty hard, and like the sleepless nights, like we're constantly just looking at each other. Like, I can't imagine doing this with another kid. Also. Yeah. Like, it sounds really impossible. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Like, how do you have an infant and anything else? <laughs> it's sucked up all of my time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's worth it. She is. Yeah. She's a cutie. Yeah. So just trying to, like, take a lot of pictures and videos. So just in case I do never have another kid. And this is, like, my only time. Yeah. I just want to remember it forever. Aw. Which is why I did this episode that nobody's going to listen to but me in, like, a year. <laughs> Aw. It's your documentation. <laughs> yes. So, um, thanks for listening to this hour and a half long episode about my birth story. <laughs> um, I'll post some pictures. But if you didn't get this far, you're not listening. So, it doesn't, hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> shout out to everyone who didn't get this far. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> And then if you are listening and you have had a kid, like you're a rock star. Yeah. Like I don't care what your birth story was, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like anybody who goes through any of it. You're you're special and important. You're special. It's crazy. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Anybody who's been pregnant, even if they like experience a loss or choose to have a loss or any of that, like it's a lot. Yeah. For your body to go through. <laughs> and never want it yeah and like now oh, breastfeeding is like crazy like your breast milk will change based on what your baby needs uh -huh. and your breast milk will change i mean you have to breastfeed for it to do that but like it it can sense it through their saliva uh <laughs> so alien yeah like if they're sick or something uh -huh. your boobs can 
feel that they're sick oh my and God. then change what comes Put out of you. in there. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, like, help them. That's so weird. It's so weird. It's creepy. Yeah. It's crazy. The bond mothers and babies have is just otherworldly. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. weird. It's super weird. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, we'll see you guys, uh, I guess... In a couple days for Fearsome Fridays. All happy right. Happy November. Goodbye. Bye.